Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome everyone to today's topic of Money Over 50. Uh, Today's topic is financial stress versus financial problems. Dallas, you've recently read a book called How to Worry Less About Money. Can you tell us about the the main plot of that book or or the main theory? It's probably a better one. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, I uh, recently read read this book called How to Worry Less About Money and uh, it's the main the main point that it made it sounds a bit self-helping and it sounds like someone who's going to jump in and say you should do this and you should do that with your with your money the point that it made which is something that we actually see a lot with our clients is that there's actually sort of two different components to what we think of as money problems or financial problems is that there's there's the actual problem itself and then there's there's just financial stress around those those problems or about those decisions so that's i guess the the, the one of the main points there is to is to break down is that in most cases your financial problem is not really a problem because there's it's not like there's a problem that can be solved it's it's more around uh, the feeling or the emotion of how people think and feel about money and it you know as as we all know money is a very emotional topic and it's it's one that we've seen a lot where if if you approach the, the problems that, that our clients come to us with or the issues that they raise, if you, if you approach them through the issue of uh, a problem to be solved or uh, you know, something where we'll have a magic answer that will make them feel better, a lot of the time it doesn't work like that because the issue is not necessarily the problem itself, it's how they feel about that and how they think about that. So um, an example here that I guess of the uh, one that we see is an amount of an amount of money. If someone has enough money to meet all of their living expenses, um, and they don't actually, they don't really have a financial problem. But if they have, if they've previously had ten million dollars and now they have three million dollars, even if they have enough money to, to live on, they normally don't feel good about the fact that they've just lost seven million dollars. It, it's normally, and that's an example of one where it's a financial stress thing, not a financial problem thing. So. If you sit down with that person and say, hey, look, I know you lost $7 million, but it's okay because you've still got plenty and you've got enough to live on and it's all good, they're normally not just going to shrug it off and say, oh, yeah, you're right, that's fine. So there's a few components of it, or there's a few different, uh, I guess, areas where we see this, where it tends to be um, things that are not necessarily a problem that can be solved until you break down exactly what the what the source of the of the problem or the stress is. So uh, the big one is is you know people saying I, I don't have enough money or I, I don't have enough I won't have enough money to retire. Is that is that one you see a fair bit, Michael? Um, look, it is. Yeah. So so the back to the the, the main uh, premise of the book is is. There's financial stress and there's financial problems. Yeah. 
So am I right in assuming that we would say a financial problem is that is that someone would say, look, I want to retire as soon as possible and I need to live off roughly $50,000 per annum in, in retirement. So yeah. that's a problem that can or can't be solved, or it can be solved yeah. just over a period of time. That's right. Versus um, the financial stress of which... And financial stress is more of a feeling or, or an anxiety level yeah. of... of yeah. Um, uh, I don't have enough. Yeah. Or I'm worried that I don't have enough. Is that correct? That's that's how I kind of uh, thought of it after reading reading this book is, is to think about it and go. Sometimes, you know, you you tend to find in your in your financial planning study, for example, there's there's all these case studies you get given where someone walks in and says, "I would like to retire in six point five years and draw this amount of income and do this and do that and I would also like to do a th- have a thirty thousand dollar holiday next year." And your job as the financial planner is is seen as, oh, okay, well, I'll just make all those bits working together. It, and that's kind of where the theory is that someone comes to you with a financial problem and you solve the problem and they pat you on the back and away you go. When, as you, as you say, there's, there's a big difference between someone saying, I want to retire on X amount of dollars in X amount of years and someone saying, I'm worried I don't have enough for retirement. That's... Um that makes sense now. Uh, so the, the, the main, like, people coming to see me for the first time, um, most of the time can't identify a financial problem. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, they say words to the fact, uh, sorry, words to the effect of, like, I want to retire, um, or um, I'm feeling I want to retire yeah. soon. Uh, or if you ask them when they say I want to retire and you say when do you want to retire they say yesterday Um, but when you break it down um, most of those people have have just started thinking about their retirement they're usually around mid 50s um, and and what they're really hinting at is that they're starting to worry now about retiring at um, age 65 and, and, and if they'll have enough and if they're doing everything in their power yeah. to do that so so uh it's a it's a it is a general feeling yeah um i haven't read this book so i'm yeah I'm, i've just read dallas's overview here yeah. so i'm learning as we go as well but i can see i can see now that that most people come to us with a with, with stress, a stress not, not a problem um and then we break it down and yeah. say okay well it's, it sounds it. bad to go they come to us with the stress and we make it a problem which is not <laughs> ideal <laughs> But well, guess, the problem still exists. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. but 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 um, yeah, uh, it's an it's an unknown problem. I, yeah. I guess at that point in time, and and this is I guess the the difference is once we, uh, what I see as a big part of our role is if someone comes to us with an unquantifiable stress or a source of anxiety in their life, we we can't we can't fix that or we can't solve that until we know what is the actual problem that needs to be solved, and and that's. You know, in most cases, in our first appointment, a lot of a lot of that time is just spent getting to the getting to the the crux of the issue of okay, well, what would what is the the issue that we're trying to that we're trying to fix here, or the problem that we need to solve? And it it sometimes takes an hour to work out what do as you say, what do people mean by the the topics they've raised? And it's it's like I say, it's not a situation where people don't want to tell you because they want to keep it a secret it's normally that the the feelings or the thoughts that they've had around retirement as a good example 
they've, they've never really sat down and quantified what that would mean to them. And that's where I, I really find it, the, the enough money thing is an interesting thought experiment because that's everyone's fear is I won't have enough money or I don't have enough money. And then when you raise the, the, the question of, okay, well, what, is, what does enough money mean? You, you tend to get a blank look. And it's kind of, it's a bit like a, a study I read recently where they said, if you, if, you, if you ever ask someone how much money they need to be happy, it tends to be around two to three times the amount of money they have now. So it doesn't matter whether they've got $100,000 or $100 million, it's always that next step and the next step that, that we think is, is enough. But once you can break it down and say, well, this is, this is what that means to me, we can then get started on working towards fixing the actual problem. Mm. That's a good point um, because you, you uh, I've certainly encountered that in the past as well. Like yeah. People, are, uh, no matter how much they have in financial resources, they um, they feel that it's not enough. Generally, yeah. They feel that generally and, and that's I guess from from an evolutionary point of view, it makes sense because if you're if you're a, a caveman and you go and uh, go hunting that day and, and you get get some food, you don't normally want to just sit back with your feet up and go, oh well, that's that's enough now. I'm mm-hmm. sorted because you you have to go and you have to go and find food again tomorrow. Whereas when it comes to financial resources, we still have that same attitude of I need to keep looking for more and more and more when in reality uh, that's that's not the world we live in there is there is a point in in time at which you can go okay I do have enough and I'm I'm happy with that and I don't feel the need to to stress about it and worry about needing more so following on from the theories um, once a financial problem has been not not solved but it's on the way to being solved yeah does are there studies that have shown that reduces financial stress? I mean, I would imagine that it does. But well, well, it's an interesting one because if if you think about this from the perspective of we've discussed this with with our clients, where and you know everyone's kind of probably experienced this to some degree, where if if you've got financial stress of I'm worried I don't have enough money, and when I have a million dollars, then I'll have enough. The minute you have a million dollars. All that happens is your stress goes from I'm worried I don't have enough money to I'm worried I'm going to lose this money. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a component there of it's a constant battle of trying to diagnose what is it that I'm actually worried about, what is it that I'm stressed about, and what do I need to do to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see that there's all sorts of interesting things that you, that you see over time with that of that as people are tracking towards reaching the point that they've said that's my goal and that's what I want to achieve. Yeah, there's there's all there's a component even that we see sometimes of self sabotage where people that are well on their way to achieving their goal, they're they're not used to having what feels like enough money to them or what they would diagnose as enough money. People will sometimes go out of their way to try and to try and wreck that or to try and find a way to get rid of that money mm. so that they're they're back to a comfort level of what they're what they're used to. Mm. So it can be it can be a really interesting one, as you're saying, as that you, you someone comes to you with a financial stress or a concern or an issue or some sort of anxiety around money. You, you diagnose that and break that down to what is the problem. Then you fix the problem, or you get on your way to fixing the problem. And I guess if you're not careful, all that happens is that that am, that amorphous stress of I'm worried about money moves to the next thing and it might be I'm worried I'm going to lose it or you know I'm worried that the money will change me or something like that there's all sorts of things that 
I think I think that we're most human beings are wired to have some level of stress around money and we just that's the level that we're at so we can diagnose a problem then we can fix a problem but if we're just used to having that level of stress and we haven't actually really worked through that you just push that across onto the next thing and onto the next thing but you'd rather be stressed and have the problem (laughs) solved than be stressed with the problem not solved exactly exactly and that's I guess the the part of it is it's just a matter of working through those things as they come up is that the the first problem is generally I'm worried I don't have enough money and then you solve that problem as you said it's better to be looking at it than looking for it you do still have the same issue of Okay, well, I'm worried that now that I have now that I have enough to retire, I'm worried I'm going to lose it or something's going to go wrong. Those are all things that, again, though, you can just work through that and go. Well, what what does that mean when you say you're worried that you lose that? How would that happen? How do we how do we break that down into a problem that can actually be solved? Mm. So, listeners, for the listeners, Dallas, is there and for the listeners that are thinking that they're stressed or that they have a financial problem, yeah. is there anything that they should be looking at now? Well, um, I think the, uh, well, as I say to some of my clients, the, the easy thing is to just dump all your worries onto me. And so I say to people, that's what you, you're paying me to stress about this so that mm. you don't have to. Mm. Uh, but realistically, the first, stre- the first step there is to I guess what, what I've thought about here is, is to think about all the things that you think of as your money problems. Um, and then if you go through these and, and follow through your, your reasoning and work out, is, it, is that a real problem or is it just a cause of stress? And when I say is it a real problem, is it, is it something that can be solved or is it just a, a source of anxiety for you? So basically, if it's a problem that can be fixed, that's, that's kind of easier to some, to some degree because, you know, like we say, it's, it's no point then sitting on the, the proverbial therapist couch and talking about your feelings and thinking about it. If there's a problem that needs to be fixed, you can just fix the problem. Mm. And it may be that you don't have the technical knowledge to, to do that yourself. But once that's diagnosed, you can, you can get the assistance from someone that you need to, to actually solve that issue. If it's, if it's not really something that's a problem that can be fixed, then it's a bit harder because it's really just about going, well you probably need to think about sounds a bit a bit woo-woo but think about how you think about that if Mm. that makes sense and and to some degree a lot of that comes back to and we talk about this with our clients all the time is their attitude towards money over the last 50 years or even the household that they were raised in how did their how did their family talk about money and how did they think about money and how does that kind of affect them and that's like i say if it if it's if your money problem is actually something that you can directly link to, well, this is this was an issue or a source of stress when I was a kid or a young adult or something like that 30 years ago. It's probably not actually the problem that that is the issue at heart. It's really about the feelings around that. Feelings around. So so um, I see that a lot with some of my clients who um, are getting ready to retire. They have uh, rental properties. Yeah. And they owe an amount on the rental property. Um, the rental property, they purchase it for more than they can sell it now. Yeah. And and we look at getting ready to retire, which it's prudent to retire all of your debt. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, we we come to the conclusion, and the, and they come to the conclusion as well that the the rental property needs to be sold. Yeah. 
Now it's not a problem because they, they know clearly have enough to, yeah. to retire uh, yeah. with their superannuation, um, and what they'll. But it, but it becomes a stress. Yes, becomes a real stress because yeah. they have purchased it for more, and no one likes to to Take sell loss. something that they've um, paid more for. Yeah. However, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, uh, they're they're better off just getting uh, ripping it off like a bandaid and, and, yes. and selling it and um, paying off the remaining loan yeah. and then um, you know, carrying forward the rest of the money. And, yeah. But it becomes a real stress for them to that, be able to do that. That's a really good example of one where, and, and as, the, as the financial advisor, as the person that's sort of removed from that situation, if you don't have the emotional, the, the feeling around that and about that decision, then there's probably something where, you know, if there are a couple, one of them really wanted to buy the property and one of them didn't, and they're constantly, it's, it's, an, it's been an ongoing thing for five or 10 years. And if, if we approach that with the, the thought of, well, there's a problem here, which is we need to get to the position where you can retire, and that's the problem that we're solving. As you say, we think of it as an easy one, because you go, we'll just sell that property and you just squash that debt and away mm. you go. But it's, it's normally the case where that's a, a source of stress or a, yeah, a, an issue there that causes anxiety rather than necessarily a, a problem. Um, that's a, a, another good example of that. I always joke about my, my parents that are, are now retired. My, my father, for about the first three years when they were retired, would say to me, I just don't really know what we're going to do for money this year. And he just couldn't get his head around the fact that you, you have enough in retirement savings to retire. That's what you will do for money this year is you will, you will draw a retirement income. That's how that works. And so the problem had been solved. The issue of, you know, have I got enough for retirement? What does enough mean? Yes, you have that amount of money. And yes, you can draw that income that you need to live on every year. The problem had been solved, but the emotional side of it, it, it took years for him and, and my mother to work through that and, and kind of be at peace with the idea that they didn't need to accumulate or stress or worry about whether they had enough. They'd already reached, they'd already solved the problem, they'd already reached the goal. So it's an interesting. I, I like to um, use a term with my clients that are newly retired or approaching retirement that their, their money now gets dressed and goes to work yeah. for them. Which yeah. it's a really really hard concept to yeah. to get your head around because you're looking at, at yeah. zeros yeah. and ones and twos yeah. in a, on a on a um, on a statement. Yeah. But, but that that is the concept of it. Like yeah. you, you need to actually start thinking and, in that and, specific thing about your money getting dressed and, and going to work for you. It's probably a good example of one where, you know, if your clients raise this with you, uh, Michael, you'd probably be more understanding and empathetic and think about it. Because it's my parents, I just went, stop being crazy. You're retired. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> but it, it makes a really good point is that you can't approach those financial problems with the view of the problem has been solved. Therefore, there is, there is nothing to stress about. Um, but I, I think that's, I guess, like I said, when you come to that point where it's not really a problem that needs to be fixed, it's more about th- changing your perspective or changing how you think about that and the way that you feel about it. Mm. Wrapping up? Yeah, I think that's a, uh, as you say, I, I've struggled at times to explain the concept of this book to, to yourself and, and on this podcast, but that's the, the big one for me is is whenever you feel a, a source of anxiety around money uh, or about, around your finances is that I'd encourage you to, to actually dig a bit deeper 
and really work out what that means for you. What what is it that you're actually stressed about? Is it is it a problem that needs to be fixed? And if so, how can you solve that problem? Or is it just a source of stress or a source of anxiety for you? In which case, is there a different perspective that you can, a way that you can look at that differently or think about that differently so that it's not causing you that ongoing stress? Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.